Welcome to No Life, No Problem, the podcast, episode four, Health, Fuck, Adventures in Health and Hygiene. Let me get this right. I thought it was episode three for a sec. No. Episode four. Hey, and uh, if to all you guys out there listening, really appreciate the support. Um, Got a lot of really good feedback after the first three episodes. Um, we're just having a lot of fun doing this, and we're going to keep it rolling. We've got to keep coming up with new content for you guys. So today, like I said, adventures in health and hygiene. And as usual, you've got to speak about this as it pertains to millennials, because we're like getting to that age now, you know, getting a little bit older, you've got to take care of our bodies, um, you know, got to be working out and eating right trying to get enough sleep, um, you know, finding time to decompress and do things for yourself. I think mental health is is a big part of that. Um, I would even throw in, you know, like sexual health. Like, what are you doing to take care of your other needs? I think that's important, right? I throw it all in there, like, as a part of a health and well-being kind of deal. But, you know, as we're getting a little bit older, uh, I find that it's a little bit more important now to pay attention to what we're putting in our bodies and what we're doing for our bodies um, just to make sure that they can operate as the machinery it's intended to be for a lot longer. And I think it's it's no small thing and it's pretty common knowledge that, you know, the more active you stay, a body emotion tends to stay in motion. I mean, that's true in physics and I think in life. I think the more active you are, and I see it all the time in the industry that I work in. I mean, there are old people that come in and it's sometimes I see an old person. I mean, they're like maybe 70 something and I mean, they're in bad shape. You know, they're already on walkers and taking all sorts of meds. And I think some of that's genetic, obviously. And some of it has to do with how well people take care of their bodies. And then, you know, you get like a 94-year-old woman that just like grips your hand when she shakes it like a vice grip. And you're like, holy crap, that woman is full of piss and vinegar and vitality. Like, I want to be like, I, ho- I hope I can be 94 someday. But uh, to be, I think, you know, like have that much vitality and still that, that much life in you, I think is important because as you get older, I, I mean, you tend to, you know, wanna, I want to feel alive. And, and I, we've been doing a pretty good job of that here, you know, uh, Kellen and I. It, it, you know, ever since Kellen came back from New York and we moved in here together, we've kept a pretty good regimen of staying really active and, and going out and, and doing things to, to work out. I love to run, but uh, like I said, I'm getting that age now. <sighs> Injuries, like just, just little aches and pains and things that can keep you from doing the things that you do every day. I'm totally out of my routine right now. I have a... I got I got a hip injury. I was just gonna say you have a problem with your hip right now. My my hip's bugging me, but I've had the problem. I've had a problem with that with that hip since. I mean, I, I've had a problem with my hips. I should say since I don't know when I was sixteen when I first had problems, and I think that's a, especially when you run a lot and and, and you're doing a lot of like, uh, sports that involve a lot of running, and a lot of a lot of hip movement. Like it's, it's important to keep that. Like loose. I mean, I, I don't know. Those muscles there are so important. I, those, I, you know, for me, it's my IT band, which is that big muscle that goes down. You know, it attaches at your hip, on the side of your of your leg, and, tr- and goes all the way down. You know, through into your knee. I mean, it's a big, big muscle there. But where it's attaching at my hip, it's funny. I, st- I thought it was a knee problem at first. My knee was hurting, and then, you know, as I'm listening to my body and I'm, you know, stretching and, and trying to roll on my foam roller, I'm finding, like, it's actually, it's, it's like knots and tightness up in my hip. And, of course, in that IT band, and it's pulling so tight, it's making my knee hurt. And I feel kind of bad about that, man. I mean, I know you haven't, like, officially blamed me for it yet. You sort of did. 
But like, I feel bad because that's where it started. I know, I know. I I got you good there with a little. Uh, what do you call those? Monkey bump. Charlie horse. It Charlie was a, horse. and, and it, there was nothing little about that. Let me say, <laughs> they, standing there, and he comes up. We had a friend over, and we're talking, and, and and he just comes up and like grabs me by the shoulder. All right, let's not. Okay, yeah, go on. And just goes a full on knee drive so, into the side of my leg. So randomly, I just came up to you, and gave you. A bump to the leg? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. You random. Do, yeah, you do shit like randomly. that all the time. Like, I, I got you back I, for something else, some other small thing, and then you felt you had to retaliate. It just always builds, and it always ends in you hurting me some way. You know? I'm always getting beat up. Like, it's like, you know, like I kind of, like, will call... Like, I don't know. Like, I get into it, but I'm like, I don't really want to get into it. And then, and then the fact that I'm not, like, going full go, like, I get hurt. Because you get all... I get a lot... <laughs> That's the I only mean, way. I that's the way win, I can. Man. It. I mean, I wanna. Yeah, I wanna make you pay for the small for thing I did. did. Well, I'm paying. I don't even remember what that was, by the way. Do yeah, you? no, no, I don't because it was so insignificant. But I do remember because I'm still dealing with. It. That's where it started. Was a Charlie horse, like right in my IT band, and it kind of, you know, I continued to try and run on it, and and it just tightened everything else up. You know, that lock in my muscle. You. You give somebody a Charlie horse, especially that deep. It's like a deep muscle bruise, and the muscle like tightens up into a knot. Shit fucking hurt. It right, still well, is. Like, well, look, I would fifty percent. Maybe you can blame on me. You just you just admitted that like you've had problems before. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I have. Bad. I apologize. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. You know? Like, well, I wasn't even gonna go there with it. I was just you know blaming it on on age and I me know. probably overrunning. And then you know you have to once again like, throw throw wanna... yourself under the bus. Like you have a guilty conscience about this stuff. I do. I mean, I just want to officially apologize, man. You, you know? still have never officially apologized for punching me in the back of the head when we were in first grade. Well, I'll never apologize for that. <laughs> or kicking you in the nards. <laughs> or was it the stomach? No, punching you in punching the stomach. Punching you in the stomach, you know, yeah. Because we wouldn't have the relationship we have today. What, if, of you beating me up constantly? I'd like no. <laughs> <laughs> if that didn't, if things didn't start off the way that they did. You know? Yeah, hostile. And I don't really remember the hitting you in the back of the head. I do remember the kick punching you in the stomach and then immediately running up to the front of the line and saying to the teacher, like, I didn't punch Chris in the stomach, <laughs> even before you'd even told anybody about and it. And then I, I totally come around the corner. <laughs> Chris, whatever. <laughs> I guess that's kind of like how things are going now, man. Like I'm totally admitting to things before yeah, you, you even. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I wasn't gonna throw you under the bus. Kellen just has this like he's got this internal guilt that that works uh, against him. You know, he's just trying to clear his conscience, and and right here, good on, guy, man. Yeah, <laughs> that hurts people. Oh, people, you. Oh, all right, that hurts. That hurts me when you instigate shit. Oh, okay. I, what did I do in second grade to deserve that? I was standing in line. Probably try to take my girl or something. <laughs> Oh, or man. take my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. No, we never take your sandwich. My mom made me bologna take every week. Take my polished rock. Yeah, you know, I don't think I ever try to take anything from you. I'm not much of a taker. All right. Well, anyways, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean that's an aside. Well, I'm I'm glad that you you were able to clear your guilty conscience here in front of everybody. Sorry. Um. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, I what I've found too in in. It really came about when I, when I went hiking. I, try, I tried to hike the PCT. And for those of you who don't know what that is, the Pacific Crest Trail. I think there's a, a movie out about it now. There was a book written called... Um, what was it called? It was called... I, I, can, I can look it up here. My sister mentioned it to me the other day. Uh, yeah, it's called Wild. Wild. Yeah. From Lost to Found on the Pacific Crest Trail. Right. And she said the book was okay... And then she saw the movie with Reese Witherspoon. Dumb. That's what she said. Yeah, I never even heard of that shit. <laughs> I think that they lost the they they lost the culture of of the Pacific Crest Trail in there. But anyways, I you know I I tried to to be a through hiker and uh, and once again you know injuries playing into that wasn't able to complete the trail. I did about two hundred and ten miles. I went from the border uh, here in Campo like all the way. Uh, through Idlewild and, and and before we enter and down back into the desert before you had to enter back into the San Bernardinos, and then I had a career-ending hacky sack injury at a music festival. Um, 
Yeah, career ending. I, I will never play hacky sack again. Love the sport too. It just that did it for me. You know, with my with my ankles and the problems I've had in the past with that, uh, it's it's just not wise for me to try and and do any cool aerial hacky sack tricks. Wait, so that's how you ended up hurting yourself when you were? I, I had rolled my ankle a couple times on the trail, and uh, and I, I was feeling good and. Probably had a couple of beers, and we were at the music festival, and, and like it was like we were having a, a zero day or two. A zero day, you hike zero miles. You're just kind of chilling out. It's a good time to listen to your body and, and get some rest and relaxation. And instead, I was running around like an idiot playing hacky sack, and I just wrecked my ankle. And uh, and when it came time to leave, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm good to leave. Nope. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to walk over uh, you know, and up into the San Bernardino's. But, you know, that's that's the thing that I learned. What I'm saying is through hiking a trail like that and when you're out there all the time, you learn to, like, really listen to your body. And I find that that's, like, really, really important. And I, I've gotten better at that over the years. Because I think in my youth, like, I, you just, you're kind of indestructible. I mean, especially when it comes to, you know, drinking or, like, you know, I don't know, any sort of foreign substances. I guess when I was younger, I would just, like, take anything and do anything and, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, I can take it. And I'd be fine. But now it's, like, you start to listen to your body a little bit more. Like, I can I go out and drink every night and, like, stay up late and 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 go to work the next day in the morning? It's like, yeah, I can do that, but it really takes its yeah, toll. Yeah, feeling that shit. Yeah, absolutely. And, it, and it's just wise to try and listen to your body. And, and it's like... You know, cool it a little bit. Take take it easy sometimes. And, uh, you know, but like I said, there's like main things that you got to do to take care of your body, to be a healthy adult. And I think, you know, working out, being active, like whatever it is for you, like not everybody likes to run. And honestly, you shouldn't like to run. It's a painful thing. Like, and actually running has been deemed like one of the most destructive exercises you can do to your body. It's it's just the one that wears you down the most. Talking about the impact on your joints and, uh, you know, the kind of... And not everybody knows how to run. Not everybody has really good form. And if you don't have good runner's form, then, you know, you start to do things. And if you get hurt, then you start compensating. And, and then you get those compensatory injuries that, you know, it's like it starts here. And then, and then you know, but I can keep going even though my leg hurts, you know. And then all of a sudden it starts tightening in your hip. And then it's like your knee, it, it just, it, it builds up. And... If, if you're smart about it and you just listen to your body and say, you know, you need to cool it for a little bit. And that's what I'm trying to do now, but I'm, I'm, I'm fighting myself. I'm fighting the urge to want to go out and run every day. Cause I was, you know, I was running somewhere between 12 and like 20 miles a week. It's just that feeling that it gives you like to get a good sweat in, you know, to get a good sweat in and like, run a really long time, like, you feel like you've done a lot. Well, right, and and for me, like, this all happens right when I was trying to tell myself, you know, I was going from, like, race running to, like, I just need to go out there and, you know, I don't need to go run a five-minute mile. It's, I, I need to slow, you know, curb the intensity and, and up the duration of the workout to get the better benefits of it, you know, so you, you get your resting heart rate down and your metabolic rate you know, it improves. That's really that's really all I was doing running for is to the, the cardio. But I tell you what, the one thing now I, I I used to be a lot heavier than I am now. I'm I'm coming in at a you know somewhere around one eighty two to one eighty five, depending on if I've eaten that way you know that day or or not. And you know that is a substantial amount. That's like forty forty five pounds down from where I was a few years ago when I was living in San Francisco. I mean, and even more recently, I, I think maybe, you know, like a year and a half ago, I was probably at about 35 pounds heavier than I am now. And the biggest part of the weight loss was not necessarily the exercise as it was the eating habits. Like most people, you know, they go out and they, well, I exercise all the time and I can't figure out why I'm still gaining weight. It's like, well, First of all, when you're exercising, your body gets hungry, but then people just fuel it with crap. California burritos? Yeah, California burritos, you know, brownies, cookies, you know. Oh, there's nothing I want more after a good, long, hour-long run. Just a fat California burrito. 
Yeah, no, I understand, and that was that was a reason why I was heavier too. I was eating a California burrito three to five times a week. Oh shit! Yeah, man, I, I would go down. I had yeah, my favorite. Do it. My favorite place. We call it. We called it Los Rallies in Ramona. It was this Mexican oh, food yeah. restaurant in the in the old uh, Rallies drive-through, and dude, that that place by far and away like the best burritos in a drive-through Mexican restaurant. So good, so so good, and. And I was lazy, and you know, I was drinking a lot, and you know, just like, oh, we don't fuck, I need to eat something, and go eat a burrito, and that would like f- get you all set up to go drink the night away. And and, and those were the things that I think that really, where where I started seeing the most benefit and the weight loss, you know, really start to happen was was controlling my eating habits, not eating crap all the time, and uh, and not drinking as much. Drinking is. In the quantities, I mean, like having a drink, you know, five to even seven nights a week. If you're having a glass of wine with dinner, or you know, like a like a little whiskey, like in in moderation, I think it's fine. But but it was when you're you're really going out and you're tying one on and you're just drinking at the bar. And not only is that bad for your wallet's health, it's it's bad for your for your own health. You know, your liver health, your weight. I mean, all that is is really important, and you start to look at it a little bit more, I think, as we get to that age. You know, I think, like, 30 is kind of that magic number for me. Like, I, I'm, I actually was in the best shape I've been in in 15 years um, at the age of 30, and that that's, I, I, you know, I impressed myself with that. That's something that I that I was proud of. Like, you know what? I'm in the best shape that I've pretty much ever been in as an adult. And, you know, and I want to keep that going. So, I mean, a lot of it comes with, like I said, you got to work out, you got to eat right, and then sleep. Sleep is a big part of health. And sleep and, and, and I think part of eating right, drinking enough water. I think there were, you see that study or that, uh, that uh, article on the woman that drank the recommended amount of water for like a month? She just concentrated on making sure she was drinking enough water. And her picture beforehand, what her face looked like and what her face looked like afterwards. I mean, her skin looked better. She looked healthier, like more, I don't know, just more vibrant, you know, like she had more vitality. Like water is a source of life. Make sure you're drinking enough water, especially if you're going out drinking, guys. I I mean, nothing makes you feel that hangover more than really not drinking water like you should the night before, like having to try and play catch up the next day. It's like you can't drink enough water. Your stomach gets full on water trying to hydrate. Your your body wants it so badly after you've been drinking and just totally squeeze, like, you know, like you think of it like a sponge. Your body's a sponge. You go drink, and it's like, yeah, okay. So you fill the sponge up, but then it really, like, overnight as you're sleeping, and then you take that first pee in the morning, it's generally about, like, two minutes long. <laughs> standing there, and it's like that deep yellow. You can really—that's a part of listening to your body, paying attention to what's coming out of it. Yeah, this, I mean, as I'm, gross as it is, what you're skeptical of those pictures there? Yeah, this lady, man. Like, I wonder if that's the only. She's a lady, man. <laughs> this lady boy. I wonder if that's the only thing that she did. You know, well, like, like in the first one, she's got like no makeup on. In the second picture, she's got some makeup on, and her hair's done a little different. Hair's done the same way. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. Just bullshit. Yeah, you're just skeptical of it. You know, you can't believe everything you read on the internet. But but the point is there that you need to drink water. And and like I know people. I had a friend in San Francisco. He he was a really prominent DJ, and and I, I worked with him for for a while. But he was fat. Like he was way. He was he was way heavier than he should have been. And the guy, all he would do was drink Red Bulls like, oh, yeah. all the time, dude. And, and and I would tell him, I'm like, drink water. And he goes, man, I don't drink water. He goes, water doesn't taste like nothing. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm like, that's the, your biggest problem right now with your weight is how much sugar sugar you drink right now. Sugar and all the other, all the other crap that's in those energy drinks. I don't drink energy drinks. Sometimes I want one. You know, but I'd rather just drink a coffee. Like I, I think that's that's probably better. But, uh, but man, all the all the sugar and all the other crap that's in those energy drinks. Like, there's an, another guy that I work with now. He comes in every day and he's just chugging that stuff, and he's hefty. And I'm like, well, real big surprise there. Every time I see somebody that drinks energy drinks regularly, they tend to have a problem with their weight. 
Like, I, I won't touch this stuff. That was another big part of me dropping the weight that I did was I stopped drinking soda completely. I wasn't a big soda drinker to begin with, but... It's just not worth it. Yeah, but the soda, I mean, you see any of that stuff? Like, you, dude, you can clean your driveway with Coca-Cola. You can clean your toilet. <laughs> you, can, you can dissolve nails in Coca-Cola. It's ridiculous, like, how corrosive that that stuff is. And on top of it, it is so filled with sugar. Like, how many grams of sugar is in that? And, like, I don't even... It's funny. I can't... I don't even understand all the time. Like, how do you even fit... 45 grams of sugar into a 12-ounce can. I've always wondered that, too. Like, okay. It's high fructose corn syrup. It's cool. It's the stuff that's... that's uh, it's a, a simple syrup that's it's basically reduced sugar. You take all of that sugar and you reduce it into a syrup, and it's so concentrated in the sugar content that you can just, like, fill half the can with it, and then, and then we'll put the other carbonation and the other flavors in there. But, I mean, really, you're just drinking corn syrup. Think about that. Think about going to your pantry and just opening up a thing of corn syrup and just like, mmm. Oh, it's, it's so foul. I can't even. I can't even imagine doing that. I don't know, man. The only time though that like I'm definitely down for a soda is with a, when I have a cheeseburger. Yeah. Well, there you go. Or a burrito. Well, no horchata for a burrito, but like, I gotta have a soda with a cheeseburger. Something about that, uh, like that corrosive nature that just like oh, it, it like yeah. washes it down and makes you like you get that next clean bite. Yeah, Don't yeah I mean, you got to live a little sometimes, man. Well, right, and it's okay, and and that's the thing that I also want to say. Like people go crazy with the calorie counting, right? They want to go nuts, and they they're like paying attention to everything. You know, if if you're a bodybuilder, I get it. You got to be on a strict like you know one thousand calorie diet you're trying to cut weight and trying to make your muscles look a certain way there there are certain people that need to be on calorie counts or that need to just like pack on calories you've seen the diet for like michael phelps where he was like consuming like twelve thousand calories a day yeah. but the guy was swimming eight hours out of the day he was doing something where you know his muscles and everything needed to be fed and and that's what i was saying when you're working out when you have that energy, you're working out. It makes you it makes you feel good. You get the endorphin rush, but it makes you you get that hunger. You know, like you need to feed your body before and after a workout. Like it it has that desire. And so, like protein shakes and and other, you know, uh, supplements and things that you can take help kind of curb that appetite and those things. But also, you just can't go and say, you know, I'm, my body's hungry, and then go rip open a bag of Chips Ahoy. <laughs> just like eat half a sleeve it it doesn't work that way and, and, I, and I see friends that were you know just like I'm working out and I just can't figure out it's like but I don't want to stop eating and the thing is you don't have to stop eating you and it's okay like you said to live a little bit you know you just gotta stop eating the good shit well yeah just <laughs> not just not so much of it because people go back for seconds and thirds because it tastes so good it's hard to put down but put down the cake cake is like probably one of the worst things <laughs> there, there, there's just like zero nutritional value in cake. Yeah, sweets is not my thing, man. Sweets is not my weakness. That's I'd say fried food, like cheeseburgers, French fries, burrito, California burrito type stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, and they. I'm hungry. <laughs> it's funny. We just ate we a just, steak. Yeah, we just ate a big old fat steak. But that was a healthy steak, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it, pretty steak and vegetables. Steak and vegetables. There it is. Meat, vegetables. I mean, that's good and. And actually, you know, cooking those vegetables, you know, steaming them, boiling them in water, it was better than dousing them in oil. I mean, even olive oil. It just wasn't as heavy. But that's the kind of stuff you got to do. But it's okay to live a little, like you said. You know, have a couple of beers, eat eat a piece of cheesecake every now and again, but you can't be eating that stuff every single day. It's all, And when you do, it's all about moderation. Portion control is a huge thing, especially here in America. You know, if you go anywhere... Elsewhere, outside of the U.S., you're like, how am I even supposed to eat that? Well, that's a healthy portion right there. We serve. We all. If you go out to eat, the portion sizes there. I mean, that is at least one and a half times to two times the normal portion size. In some cases, you go to a place like Claim Jumper, they're going to give you like four times what a what a healthy portion size is, and how many calories you're supposed to be eating. Like I said, you don't need to count calories. You just need to listen to your body. People eat beyond that point where they're like, I'm satisfied. It's like, oh, it's just so good. And they just gorge. That's the one thing I, I hear people, uh, you know, 
people that, that are having problems with their weight, they always come back, especially at work. That's where I see it a lot because they have we have an employee dining room and they feed us down there. And there's a lot of good stuff on there, but there's a lot of fried stuff like chicken wings and uh, mm. yeah, you know, the, today it was like Chinese or, you know, chicken wings where it's got the glazed sauce and the sesame seeds on it. I had one. I was like, you know what? That looks really good. I'm going to have one of them. And I picked a big one, but that was to accompany my salad that I eat every day. With all, I put all sorts of stuff on it. People always look at my salad. They think I'm crazy. But, I, you know, I just put, you know, it's all the stuff that's on the salad bar. Like, you got to have, you got to eat colors. I see people's plates and it's like brown. It's just like fried food. It's a pretty good indicator of if you're eating healthy or not. I mean, and I, I don't mean like eating a bag of Skittles. <laughs> but it's got all the colors in it. <laughs> you know, I, I just, you know, I'm just trying to get all the colors in. No, but you got to eat. And, and pay attention to that stuff. But I, I eat a salad every day, and then I find a lean meat or something to put on there, and that's good. That's that's where most people come to my job, and they go and eat in the employee dining room every day, and they put on weight. I actually manage to lose a substantial amount of weight. Do you think that we should be, like, limited? Like, do you think that government should step in and, like, uh, limit like remember last was it last year I think it was when I think it, yeah in New York when they uh, tried to ban big sodas. Yeah, that? yeah, no, that was a couple you, of years ago. That was a, that, that was, was last a f- year. No, 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 that was a few years ago. Oh, yeah, it, it seems like yesterday. The years are flying by, but yeah, no, I remember they wanted to l- limit the size of soda. No, that's not their place to do so. Now, if it's controlling harmful substances. See, that's the thing. You can't control how much of something that somebody can have. Like, that doesn't make any sense, right? You can't say, I can only go buy a pack of cigarettes at the store. I'm not a smoker, but if I were going to do that, that's something that's bad for you, right? But you got to let people buy however much of it that they're going to want. They can stockpile it. They can do what they want. You're going to portion control or size control them, you know, for you? I agree. But you can't do that. I agree. Now, if you're, if you're going to tell me that, okay, you're going to come in and the FDA is going to come in and shut something down. Remember uh, Four Locos? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Four Locos had such an incredible amount of caffeine and such a high content in alcohol. And for some reason, uh, you know, with the other ingredients in there, when people would have a couple of those, it would fuck up their body chemistry and they would st- they would go crazy yeah they, four loco i mean it was in the name that shit was designed to make people go fucking crazy and and the fda for the first time ever came in and and basically said change your formula or we're shutting you down that that was unheard of it was pretty much unprecedented there were they they hadn't done much of anything like that in the past but they without cuz normally the fda has to go through a series of of you know tests and and different things that they have to do to determine if something is harmful they basically they had the tests were what was happening people were drinking them and, and going nuts and there was enough of it happening that they said you know what we can't have this and they and they did a couple of tests and they said they said, uh, "Change your formula, or we're shutting you down." I never, I never realized the name Four Four Loco is is derived from the original energy drinks' four main ingredients: alcohol, caffeine, taurine, and guarine. And guara, guara, guarana. Yeah, guarana, guarine. Guarana. Yeah, the the. Is that bat droppings? No, that's guano. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, you got to shut it down. We can't be serving people bat shit. No, you know, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We got to take the guano out of the four loco. It can be three loco. (laughs) I'm going to have to take that fourth ingredient out. Yeah, like college kids were like freaking getting real crazy with that shit, like killing themselves. Yeah, man, like it was was like, you know, four locos and bath salts. (laughs) Things that were like making zombies like eat people. I don't know. I'm I'm putting the two stories together. But, I mean, that's a real thing. You just got to pay attention to the kind of stuff that you're putting in your body. Um and and find some time to do the things that you like to do. I, I mean and that's and that's really what I want to what I want to get out on on the health thing. I'm like I'm not fucking Jenny Craig. <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not here to to try and like you know, I'm not bodies by Jake. 
you know, show you how to live a healthier lifestyle. I just think it's something we need to talk about, especially, you know, at our age, it's just something you got to pay attention to. I want to, I want to be around for another 30 years, at least another 30 years after that. I mean, I may be pushing it. Dude, another 30 years, like hopefully you'll be retiring. You're not even going to be retired by then. You're going to be 60 years old, man. Yeah, dude. A guy came into work today. He was 65. He came from work, but he was in great health. He was active. You see a lot of that, you know, people that work their whole lives and then they work well past retirement age. And as soon as they retire, they die. <laughs> they're, they're, you know, they, they, you need to stay active and you've developed a routine to that point. But, uh, I mean, another big part of health, and I think your health probably has a lot to do with your hygiene, Right, if you're if you're really unhealthy, you're probably gonna have some more like hygienic problems, things that you're gonna have to address. Like, you know, your skin's gonna be worse, or you're gonna have, I I don't know, you're gonna smell worse, or you know, if you're bigger, you know, you gotta make sure that you clean under all your folds. Oh, <laughs> I'm serious though. You know, it's like if you have health problems you're probably going to have some hygienic problems as well. And I think it's really important to address those things. I mean, I'm pretty meticulous about, about my hygiene. I'm trying to be really good about brushing my teeth and, and flossing. Everybody could always floss more. I, I, don't, I don't think that's a big secret. It's like nobody's favorite thing to do, but you got to do it. Right, but I mean, that's like the basics, man. Brush your teeth before you go to bed. Brush your teeth when you get up in the morning, you know, maybe after you have something to eat. It's that's like the basics that you learn when you're a kid, and when you're a kid, I think you you bathe like the appropriate amount of times in a week, right? Because your parents, first of all, just it's a pain in the ass to try and get you in the tub, anyways, right? Trying to get a kid to take a bath, man, that's like the most difficult thing. They don't they don't want to fucking take a bath, never. Hey, it's time for your bath. No. You know, go kicking and screaming into the tub. And then they're in there, and it's like, you know, it's all fun and games because they got all their little toys and stuff, you know, playing around with their little rubber duckies and their little boats. I, I, I never had that many toys. Mom, correct me. I mean, if, I, if I'm wrong, I, I don't remember ever having really a whole lot of toys. But bathing, you know, a, a couple of times a week is a, is a healthy practice. There was an article I found uh, earlier this week or last week that came out about... Uh, and maybe you can you can find this, Kellen, about how many times that we we bathe and and what's the appropriate amount of, of of bathing. It's a it's a study that was done, and Americans tend to do it in excess, like we do everything. We do everything in excess. We eat in excess. You know, we drink in excess. I mean, that is that is the American way. We're gonna find something good, and we're gonna do it so much that it's really bad for you. And and bathing. Is one of those things that I mean, people do twice a day, once or twice a day. I'm I'm like a once a day kind of guy. Occasionally, twice a day, and, and that varies. Of course, you know if you go out and work out, and you're going to go run, and like you said, get that good sweat in. But you know, say you're pretty clean before you go do that. You don't need to go ahead and wash your body with a whole bunch of soap and stuff. You just need to like get the salt and and sweat off, because that's what's going to sit and 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 uh, and grow that bacteria, right? That salt and sweat and getting into those. You know, you just got to rinse all that stuff off. And and a lot of the soaps that we use nowadays, the uh, you know even the good stuff even. They they have uh, I forget what the ingredient is, uh, but it's it's basically like a grease cutter. That's what gives you that really clean feeling. You're like, oh yeah, I got all that oil and that grease off, and uh, and if you do that too much, you're gonna strip your skin of all the essential oils and nutrients that that it needs to be healthy, and you're gonna actually have more skin and hygiene problems. Kim Kardashian only washes her hair every two days. Every two days. I mean, that's. I, 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 I gotta wash the product out sometimes, but uh, and if I don't, if I don't, I I, I have uh, like skin. I, I I have some you know like skin issues. I think you know like my left hand is always so dry. <laughs> it's crazy. Is I, that the one that you? Uh... No, that's probably the problem. You know, I I would think that it probably doesn't get all the. Uh, really, you're right-handed, huh? 
Yeah, right-handed. Wait, you're what? You're left-handed. What? You always thought I was left-handed. You know no, I'm I right-handed. Mean, like when you, you know. Yeah. Why would I want to use the opposite hand? Are you right-handed when you do that? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that and that's a that, that brings us to another point. You know, I think that that's that's something that's healthy as well. It's something that's good for your health. You gotta you gotta just get it out sometimes. You gotta uh. take care of yourself, however however it's necessary. Right. I think that's a that you know it's a good thing for your health to to be not sexually frustrated because you're just not a pleasure to be around. Not you specifically, Kellen, but I mean everybody. You know, you can a lot tell. of people would probably disagree. Um, there's a whole subreddit called NoFap. <laughs> you ever you ever seen that one? No, man. NoFap. It's like this group of people who, uh, like, it's their goal to like not masturbate. At all. Fucking weirdos. Well, here, I'll pull it up, because there's a whole thing behind it. Like, it ruins their lives. What, because they do it too much? I don't think They just get they carried away? I mean, it's like it's Alcoholics the, Anonymous. It's like, like one... No fap. Get a new grip on life. <laughs> yeah, no... Go. Yeah, it's like, uh... Like... No pun intended. Yeah, no... Like, uh... You know, what? what is it? What is the, the AA term? You know, uh... It's like one fap... Is too many and a thousand's never enough. <laughs> just gonna, just gonna masturbate till your dick falls off. NoFap is a web community that hosts challenges in which users, in quotations, fapstronauts, abstain from pornography and masturbation for a period of time. Fabstinence. Whether your goal is casual participation in a monthly challenge as a test of self-control. Blah blah blah. Yes, yeah, so I can understand is, that, but I'm saying, yeah, that, um, but that, but that's paying attention to your to your own personal, like mental, emotional, physical, and you know, sexual health. I, I think that that's what people are doing. It, it's a challenge. It's something that you know they're challenging themselves to. They're like, oh man, maybe it's a good thing if I do it, but, or, or to not do it at all. I mean, I know that there are some people out there that just it's not their thing. I find them weird. I dated I dated a girl once, just never. But I think you know. I, I don't know. I, I find that a bit weird. Yeah, it's fun. It's <laughs> like posts like, I want to die. I want to <laughs> die. I've been attempting to end up PMO past three years. During these years, I've relapsed thousands of times. <laughs> In the beginning, it was even difficult for me to go three days of abstinence. Now I can abstain for 15 to 20 days. Life sucks. Yeah, well, then, you know. Everything it- is just against my wish. Yeah, you know, I don't know. That's uh, that's pretty funny. Whatever. I mean, I guess they're just trying to better themselves. I mean, for whatever reason. Right. But uh, but back to the hygiene thing. Like, I I think it's Kellen. You have a a strange practice. You you like that? You don't use soap. That's a, I use soap. Okay, sometimes. wait. Okay, so, oh, okay. So sometimes you use my soap. Yeah, you, know, you never have any soap in there. No. So I wonder. <laughs> I don't. I don't use soap very often. I may get a little squirt every now and again, like if I'm going out uh, on a date or whatever. You know, I may get a little squirt of soap. I probably wash my hair maybe once a week. Yeah. Well, you, you know, don't have a whole lot to wash, but no. I, I yeah, that's the thing. I don't have a lot to wash, and like, I, yeah, I just I feel pretty clean. Like I've never. I don't think I smell or anything. No, I'm you're not dude. a smelly guy. No, and I don't. I don't wash like with soap a lot. No. Yeah. I take two showers a day, though. When I think, well, and see, one in the morning, one at night, always. But that's, but that's the thing that I think they were talking about with the with the showering is that we shower and we soap so much, and it's like really the things that you need to pay attention to are those like smelly bacteria growing areas, uh, the the tar pits and the, uh, you know, the twig and berries. I use your pumice stone every night, though. Yeah, you need to get your own damn pumice stone. That's <laughs> gross. I didn't know that. <laughs> I know you didn't. Oh, gross, man. Yeah. No, we yeah. should get a new one. It's starting to get a little soft. It's crazy. I've had that pumice stone for yeah, it's probably time to get a new one. Yeah. But but that's but that's the thing. Oh, that's an even thing. I have a pumice stone. I try and get rid of the dead skin on on my feet and and you know, my my hands. Uh just it's a it's a healthy practice. That dead skin it's not doing anybody any good. It's it's gross. And it, it's not serving any purpose. You just got to get rid of it. But I think there are things, what about, you know, there's things, oh man, I got to talk about this. It's one thing that just, I, oh, it's like the most bothersome thing to me. Nails, fingernails and toenails. Mm, and and good to-, to know, good to know. Toenails, 
to me, like people take care of their fingernails, I think, most of the time. Um, you know, I try and keep my keep my nails pretty clean and 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 short. And and I pay attention to my toenails too. There are some people that's like an area, their feet, they completely neglect. And going back to being a hiker, like you can't neglect your feet. You're on them all the time. If any part of your body should be taken care of the most, it's like the thing that you're on all the time. You are on your feet all day long. I average about 15,000 steps a day. Easy. And and that's like, uh, you know, it's, I don't know, seven, eight miles. That's yeah, it. Thank you, smartphone. Right. I appreciate it. That's what I do. I've been, yeah, I've been paying attention to how much I walk in addition to what I do when I, when I exercise, how many calories I burn just on a day. But when you're on your feet, you got to pay attention to it. Now, girls, I think, women, pay a little bit more attention. They're... Uh, I, I think as a, as a gender, they tend to take a little bit more care of their feet. They better. Yeah, well, because they got all them creepy guys just, you know, checking them out. I don't want some girl to be, like, taking off her shoes and just be, like, hobbit feet. Yeah, you know, well, that's the thing. There was a girl at work uh, that I thought was reasonably attractive, you know, especially when you work with someone too, like you you work a while and you're like, is, am I really that attracted to her, or do I just work here and see her every day? And it, yeah, that's called work hot. Yeah, yeah. So she was work hot. Yeah. She came in on a day off wearing flip flops, and I was like, oh my god, girl, your toe <laughs> your toenail game is <laughs> fucked up. I just like cut those things. I mean, they're like, I mean, they were tiny too, but they were long. They were like almost like little claws. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, oh man, oh girl cut your toenails and i think maybe i'm a little sensitive to that because when i grew up my sister oh man whitney whitney's toenails were bad when we grew up she would just like let them go like i I remember she used to like run around like a horse you know she would like gallop on all fours you know she would do it all the time like a horse or a dog and sometimes and we had tile in the house and you just hear she's gonna kill you He's here scraping. I know this is I something. Whitney, I'm telling you, you caused a, cl- a, a, a your your lack of toenail clipping has caused a complex. You you don't know till you have a girl with toenails like that, just like trying to put her feet on you, and you're like, oh my god, get those things away from me, Whitney. Oh god, she knows. If she's mad at me, I, she doesn't have. She doesn't deserve the right to be mad. Just clip your toenails. I don't know if that's still an ongoing sure, problem. Sure I think she does now. I'm I'm not so sure. Whitney, you got to let us know. Send a picture. How do your toenails look now? Are they uh, or, or are you hearing this and you're going directly into the bathroom to clip your toenails? But like that's I think I'm sensitive to it now. That's like a thing. There, I remember I had a roommate and she had a boyfriend and he would walk around sometimes with, with his with his uh, with his feet off, you know, <laughs> with his shoes off, and I'm like, it's a simple thing. Like, how do people go? It almost looks like they've been months without clipping their toenails. That's fucking gross. Like, I, I pay attention. I mean, I'm probably at least once a week. I can I can feel it though. You know, my some of my toenails. Like, I, if it's a little bit long, I catch one of those edges in the side of one of my other toes. It's like, oh, definitely got to cut my toenail. But that's an important thing, a hygiene, your nail game. And like I said, some girls are better about it than, than guys. But guys, I'm telling you, don't be afraid to go out there and get yourself a pedicure. There, is, there are a few things in this world that are as nice as getting a pedi. Like, man, having that little Asian lady in the, in the nail salon, you know, just sitting there and like, and, and, they, do, and they do the whole thing, you know, the pumice stone and they, they give you the... The callus gel and try and take down some of your, you know, some of your like hard spots on your feet, and then and then they they you know t- the cuticles and and all that. I mean, if some of it, if you're a little ticklish on your feet, it can be a little unbearable. But uh, but there are a few things in this world that are as nice as be- you know, pamper yourself. Like I think guys get a little bit afraid, right? They 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 get a little. Uh, a little squeamish, like, you know, like, or, or someone's going to judge them for going to get a pedicure. Like, I'm one of those. I, I was. Not so much anymore. Like, I'd go by my, I wouldn't go by myself. I'll go with my mom. My mom takes me. Yeah, I've been I with my mom visit. and my sister. She's like, she takes me and like, that's cool. 
but I don't think I would go by myself yet. If you want to go sometime, man, we'll go. Let's go. I, I'm all I'm all for it, dude. Payday as long just as happened. You're buying, sure. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll 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 figure that out later. The answer to that is fuck no. <laughs> I'm not paying for your feet. Take care of your own damn feet. No, but that's a thing that I think a lot of guys they it's a stigma. I mean, there are very few things in this world that in my opinion that say I've I've seen you know, that say it's kind of almost like a like a wealthy thing. Like and I'm not wealthy by any means, but you gotta spend some money on yourself. Right, you got you got to do things for yourself sometimes. Getting getting a massage, or or going like even paying a copay and going to the chiropractor. Like uh, it's a it's a great thing. It's a, it's a good thing for your health and and for your body, and you feel great after that. You got to do those things for yourself. And a pedicure, man, it's a great thing. They always, you know, I, I they they got to do a little work on mine. I, I get, you know, those those heel calluses or whatever. Just my feet need a little help sometimes, but I, you know, I try and take care of that on my own. But like I said, I know it's a place that needs to be paid attention to, and I think some people just like don't have the self awareness to understand that they that they smell bad or that you you know what I'm talking about. Like we have a friend we're gonna go we're gonna go have a, a couple drinks with here in a little bit. He didn't wear deodorant for the longest time. His wife insisted that he start to wear deodorant. Like, hey, man, you you know, he showers. He's a clean guy, but he goes and works out and, you know, showers and stuff. But sometimes he could smell a little funky. Like, just he, he recently has joined the side. And I, I don't know, some people like Brad Pitt or whoever, I, I think some people have issues with, or they think they're afraid it's going to, like, cause cancer or, or something, you know, wearing deodorant. Brad Pitt, what are you talking about? Brad Pitt doesn't wear deodorant. Oh, he does. No. Is that a joke or? No, that's a that's a legitimate deal. Look it up. It's a it's a, it's well known fact. Come on, Kellen, know your facts about Brad Pitt. Come on, he's only the dreamiest actor alive. That's just funny because of his last name. Brad Pitt doesn't put deodorant in his pits. Kinda. Yeah. So I <laughs> it's you kind were of no, it's not a joke. That is a re- that is a legitimate thing. But you, you just got to be self-aware. I think some people lack that awareness. And like dandruff and other, other sort of disorders and, and things like that, I think people kind of, like, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I look in the mirror more than most people. I'm really, I, and it's not so much that I care what other people think. It's that I really care about putting my best face forward, right? I care about looking my best. When I go to the house, I'm not one of the people that like to go to the grocery store in sweatpants. I can't do it. It's, I, I don't know. It's just not in me. I, I'd rather just take a little effort, get dressed to go outside. I, I feel like I'm wearing my underwear. <laughs> but if I go in what I slept in out, out to the store, well, then I'd be going out in just my underwear. <laughs> I don't think that's acceptable. It's okay if I'm wearing my board shorts at the beach, but if I'm just walking around in my underwear or... Or wearing sweatpants. I think girls girls go anywhere in yoga pants. You ever notice that? Like those tights. Now, it, what, what is what is You're that? Asking me if I notice yoga pants. Oh, of course you notice the yoga pants. I'm just yeah. saying. There's everybody does. But now there's a thing. It's like wearing tights as pants. Like they're not oh, pants. Right. They're not pants. There's a big movement trying to stop girls from wearing tights as pants because they're not pants. We can see your underwear. And some girls, if you're not wearing underwear, you can, you know, I don't know, see their butt. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, some girls shouldn't be wearing tights as pants. Most girls, actually all girls should not be wearing tights as pants. Girls, if you're listening, stop wearing tights as pants. It's, it's, I don't mind girls. Don't, don't listen to him. Don't, don't do that. No, wear, wear the yoga pants by all means. Wear the tight pants, but don't wear tights as pants. Like wear the tightest pants you, you can find. I love tight pants. Love it. Just love, love, love them. Apparently, Christina Aguilera has uh, smells. Has smells? She smells bad? Yeah. I, you know, you figured that these people have, like, people that could at least... She smells like hot dogs. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> she smells like hot dogs, and she has ever since she was a child. 
Yeah, well, I mean that that's just uh, somebody writing that's somebody writing some funny stuff. No, it's legit. Well, wait, what, who who quoted that? Her mother, Madame Noir. Joan Rivers smells. No, Joan Rivers smelled, and I'm sure actually now she smells because she's decomposing. Why? Why do you say she smelled? Because she died. Oh, <laughs> Joan Rivers is not alive anymore. Gotcha. And I'm not sure what they did with her body. Maybe she's not decomposing. Maybe they uh, cut off her head and put it in a jar like in Futurama. I, I, I really, I don't know what they did to prepare or, or dispose of her body. Yeah, you're looking up at the smelliest actors in... Uh, in the 21 smelliest actor, actors, yes. Russell Crowe is one of them. Yeah, I could see that. He Even looks like a smelly guy. Told you about Mr. It's odd that, well, yeah, he's got B.O. He doesn't wear um, deodorant either. Right. Some of them don't. I, I find that weird. But then again, what a social, you know, who am I to say that? Like, people are supposed to naturally smell a little bit. But I think there's a difference between, like, like letting off your natural smell and pheromones and, like, just smelling, like, rank B.O. It's a, it, there's a difference. There's a difference between what smells bad and what smells like, like a, a natural male's musk. And you got and the thing about like finding scents, um, there, there's a, there's a, I heard something one time. It's like if it smells sweet or or like tastes sweet to you, that it's actually it's actually a good um, mix for your for your body chemistry. Like certain certain people, obviously they smell differently, so so different uh, fragrances are going to mix better with their natural scent. Some guys are gonna you know more the. Stetson kind of like musk, right? That's kind of that. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of old man cologne, in my opinion. But you know, for me, it's all like the aqua type stuff, the the fresh smelling stuff. That's the stuff that I like the most. Right? You don't. I don't know. You don't wash with soap. You wear deodorant, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, every day. Every day. I'm an old spice man. You're an old spice man. Old spice. I put on cologne sometimes. That's a rare thing. I used Before, to wear it every day. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm, you know, yeah, like I should have never worn it every day. It's not necessary. I didn't put on a whole lot. But I do a, a, I, I do the whole like I'll, I'll spray a spray and then run into it. Yeah, no, I, it's like a for me. It's like a like a one squirt like on the wrist and then it's rub the wrist, rub the neck. Oh, that's weird. No, dude, that's how you're supposed to apply the shit. The spray and run through. That's like a, the girl in the in the. <laughs> And like a fruit spray. You know, they get that like fruity spray. Some girls, oh man, girls. Like, I don't know what you're trying to cover up, but the like bath of perfume. Oh, dude. Oh, God. Oh, there's nothing, there is nothing that turns me off more. You got a girl in the car and you got to like roll the windows down. (laughs) It's like you could fart in the car and you wouldn't even smell it. Nobody would notice because they're all choking on the perfume. You're like on your first date. And uh, and you're like, man, I mm, stomach's just not feeling really good. <laughs> I agree. I, I would almost up. prefer just no perfume at all. Yeah, no, I like a little perfume. Like I said, I I, I think when it enhances the way that someone smells, I I'm, would only like to smell it. Say if we were like making out, or like I went. Say to if we what, what you want to make out with me. <laughs> if myself and a female were making out, or like if I was going to like kiss their neck or something like that and i smelled a little bit that'd be cool but i don't want to smell it otherwise. no but that's the other thing like you said it. if you if you go and kiss them on the neck and you taste it no that's ah, just, no yeah gross. Ah, ah, get it off my tongue yeah not not a big fan but i'm a big believer in pheromones right that's a that's a scientific thing and and i think that there are people that we're attracted to and, and i i firmly believe that there's it 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 enhances the attraction. It intensifies an attraction, and and you can wear certain scents that kind of uh, that kind of bring that out a little bit more. But you don't want to overdo it. Like I, I think if you if you smell bad, maybe you should be eating better. I think that's a big a big thing with smell. Like what kind of what kind of garbage are you putting in your body? And that's that's I think why I uh, at one point was wearing a lot of. Cologne. It's like I'd be going to work, and uh, 
you know, I probably smelled like booze from the night before. (laughs) That's not the case anymore. Like I said, that was a, uh, that was a big development in my health. Like why, why I got to where I'm at now is watching what I eat and what I drink. But there was a time I was just partying hard every night up in San Francisco. And I lived up, I, I lived there and lived right in a bar district and, and I could walk to work the next day. And I, and I worked at guitar center. Right. Like, I don't know, a bunch of musicians. I don't give a fuck. Walk in there. I got a promotion on the day that my boss told me I smelled like booze. <laughs> I thought I was going to get fired. He ended up giving me a promotion. That's a little how that works. But, you know, I, I, there was something else. Oh, you were just, like, cleaning your ear. Like you oh, were, yeah, I had my finger I had to hear that. That was gross in the microphone. You want me to touch you now? No, no, definitely don't. Oh, God, no, don't. Get it off of me. Yeah, no, yeah. no, see, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't inspect your, your uh My ears Q-tips. are clean as fuck. My dude, You're, I dude, you got some nasty ear jelly going on. Yeah, bro. dude, I I can't I can't control that, but I clean it. <laughs> yeah, you see it? No, I it's like sometimes it. I got like the wax. It, it's an eyes, ears, nose, and throat thing. It dude. has to be because that's like alien like. No, it's. <laughs> I I saw I had there was a, there was a good there's chunk a that came out. Significant a more there's a significant amount. I, I and what it what is that? Like I don't know what that <laughs> is. I I had a I had a ball of wax one time in my ear, like plug my ear really bad. Uh, it was really bad. Like I, it pl- I went diving in a pool and then like it like plugged my ear up and and like I had to have uh, and I couldn't hear anything. I I was deaf in that ear. It plugged it up completely. Yeah. And I had to have somebody like flush it out, and it was like a, like a little wax ball. It was smaller than a pea, but it was enough to like, uh, to clock my hearing. I try, you know, I try and keep it clean. I try and do that. I I can feel it, and it's only and sometimes too. Like I woke up, and my throat was bugging me a little bit today, and and when I was doing that, like I definitely like That's needed true. to clean you my are ears. Very flimmy too. I just produce. I secrete. You do, you I secrete a lot flimmy. of fluids. Yeah, always hawking them logs. Like we've had conversations about this, we've had to talk about this. Well, yeah, well, you gotta You're put hawking it. fucking lugs. It's what you gotta clear that shit out. What no, do you yeah, do? No, it's I'm I'm just I'm just I'm noting gonna, that I'm you are swallow a, it. Have a lot of fluids. <laughs> like the ear thing, I just connected those two things now at this point. Like well, yeah, because we're talking about it. It's a hygiene thing, but see, but I'm aware of that, and no, I do yeah, what I can fine, to. You're fine. You're fine. To I, take I, care I, of it, but, I'm not, I'm not yeah. hawking. Trying not to hawk loogies in front of girls and stuff. Like it's you know, like, try to do trying to do what's best for everybody. But you got to pay attention. Like I'm I'm aware of the fact that my ears I get that wax buildup. They're probably people. Are they, is there anybody out there that has that issue? I'm, I can't be the only one. I'm sure it's a thing. There's is there medicine? I don't I don't think I need to take medicine. I don't think nah, it's, a, it's like a health issue. I just clean I just clean it out. I was looking at that one today though. I stuck a Q-tip in there and I pulled it out and I was like, "Oh my god." But, but that's gratifying too. They're like, "Oh god." And, and like a couple of times I got a couple of good couple of good scoops in there. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Fucking gross. Oh, it is gross. But hey, we were going to be talking about a few of these gross things on the on the show about hygiene and health. There, there's some gross health and hygiene things out there, and I, and I hope that everybody is is doing what's necessary. Like, listen to your body. It's a big thing. If if you feel that something's wrong, don't go on WebMD. Like that's don't do that. <laughs> Especially. People are such hypochondriacs in general. I, I like. I think some people are more so than others, but some people, uh, some people are really bad. They get on there and they just think they have Ebola. <laughs> There's an Ebola scare out there. Oh my god, what are the symptoms? And they look them up and they're like, Oh my god, do I, do I have those? Do I have Ebola? And the answer is no. You don't have fucking Ebola. Um, but I'm not here to give you medical advice. If you do have Ebola, consult a physician <laughs> immediately. But if you feel that something's wrong with your body, like, first of all, listen to it. See if there's anything that you can do, like, on your own to alleviate it. And if it doesn't go away, then go to a doctor and ask them specifically about what's ailing you. I, I, I'm, I'm not the... T- I hate to go to the doctor. I mean, I, not that I hate the doctor's office. And I just... Anytime I go there and I have something wrong with me, they can never figure out what's wrong with me. 
and I'm not a hypochondriac. I, yeah, I, I got hospitalized one time for a, something they, they thought was appendicitis. Like I, I had this like excruciating pain in my abdomen. And I was thinking, wow, man, maybe, maybe it's that, uh, that tear in the inguinal wall. Maybe it was a hernia. And they were like, no, no, it's not that. And they, and they scanned me. And they saw that there was some inflammation in my appendix region. And they're like, oh, well, it's probably appendicitis. You know, but it wasn't like really, it hadn't burst. And I wasn't like throwing up or, or ill like that. I just had this bad pain. And, and they took a look at it and they said, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll sign you up for surgery. And we're going to get you in there and they'll take out your appendix in the morning. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And the surgeon came, we'll, we'll have the surgeon come talk to you. And then the surgeon looks at the scans and then comes in and talks to me and goes, I don't think it's appendicitis. I don't, I don't want to do the operation. I'm like, well, he's like, yeah, well, there's some inflammation down there. Like, but we think that that's probably symptomatic of something else. I'm not sure that it's your appendix. Just because it's a flame, inflamed around your appendix or on your appendix doesn't mean that you actually have appendicitis. I don't want to go in there and do exploratory surgery or go in there and remove your appendix. But then, and then we went back, and then the other doctors were like, no, no, it's, it's appendicitis. We're, we're going we're gonna to take a look one more time, and the, it, we're going to give you some antibiotics and, uh, and some pain meds. You're going to sit here in this hospital bed for a day or two, and then we're going to reevaluate. Same thing. Same kind of inflammation. Still had the pain. Surgeon said, I'm not opening you up. I'm like, do you need your appendix? Like, no, you don't need it. I mean, as far as we know, you don't need it. I don't know. Maybe, it's, maybe that's the key to, like, telepathy or, like, I, I, <laughs> or some sort of, like, uh, you know, crazy... Uh, skill that we have, you know, it's connected to some part of our brain that we don't use yet. I don't know. That's getting out there. But the, the fact of the matter is you don't really need it. So I was like, well, you know, if I'm here, take me in and cut it out. And the guy just basically refused. And they, and I had to sit there in the hospital for four days and they just pumped me full of morphine and antibiotics or, or, and anti-inflammatories and saline. And then there was a $45,000 hospital bill and I went home and they didn't fucking do a thing I was in the hospital for four days and they just sent me home and, and of course my insurance took care of most of that but I was still left with like a $2,000 bill out of all that and then they wanted to try and figure it out more and they had to stick a camera up my butt oh I've had a camera stuck up my butt yeah too. man well, I mean that's important I mean but generally 30 year old people should not be having cameras up their butt this that's for true. 50 year old people this is true that's this for, is true. You know, that's not something that we're supposed to be having to do. I Did have you pictures. Get put out for that? Uh, kind of like half under. I oh, was like, really? I got put out for mine. For yeah, no, me. they were like talking to me and like, then like slipped like, it in. <laughs> like you're just trying to like, okay, you're gonna feel a little bit here. Oh, and and then they go all the way up in there and they did a biopsy, right, of uh, of the inside of my intestinal wall. Yeah, yeah and they're yeah. like, okay, you're gonna feel a little pinch right now, and I'm like. Yoink. Like looking at the camera, like going, "What is going on?" I'm like all foggy. I do have the pictures of the. <laughs> I, they did ask me if I wanted to save the pictures of the inside of my butthole, and yeah. and if I can find them, we're gonna put them up on Instagram. I got mine. So first, we have to make an Instagram. Okay. All right. That's that's our our, our next uh, big thing for us to do. If you ever want to get a hold of us, if you'd like to talk about any of this stuff or suggest other things that we should talk about or talk about any of the things that we've discussed on past uh, shows, you can email uh, cj.no.life.no.prob at gmail.com. I know, that's a lot there, but that's... so fucking retarded. Uh, it's... It's because <laughs> we don't want you to email us, really. Yeah, that's pretty much why. No, I, I'm, you know me in emails. I, I use emails a lot, but, uh, but if, I ha- if I have... If there's something pressing, like... The broken window in our in our bathroom. I don't want to get, and especially after I've made phone calls and stuff. You're like, just email her. I'm like, I don't want to yeah, email you're anybody. So fucking horrible about that shit. But yes, you can email us there. Cj we'll check dot it every now and again. Cj dot no dot life dot no dot prob at gmail dot com. It's easier to get at us on Twitter at cj no life. Um, and also check out the Facebook page, facebook dot com slash no life no problem. The YouTube. I don't really need to tell you because there's nothing up there right now. Or come and talk to us on the website. 
You can leave comments on each one of the threads that we put up on the streaming stuff on the website. Or just call me, 617-997-7. No? No? No, you chickened out. Hey, they can figure out. They could, they give, you gave enough numbers right there. They can go back and play that back and guess any number of random combinations and try until they get your voicemail. Good luck, bitches. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can, like I said, you can come to the website, nolifenoproblem.com. You can leave comments there in the streams. You can listen to it in your iTunes or hopefully your Stitcher when we get that figured out. Soon. We're going to be available in a whole lot more places. Guys, we really appreciate you coming out and supporting. Like I said, if you ever want to talk about any of these things, like how is your personal hygiene? Send me a picture of your toenails. Are they looking cute or are they looking fucked up? Give me a before and after. We, we, can, we can handle this stuff. We're, we're here for you. I, I mean, I'm not, here, I'm, I'm not doing this for my health. Or am I? No life, no problem. The podcast... Thanks for joining us. This episode was brought to you by Fat Cat Cat Food. Have a good one. We'll see you next time. Do you want some chickens, kitty? You want some chickens, kitty? It doesn't matter how you call your cats. They'll come waddling for Fat Cat Cat Food. The cat food that's brightly colored, tastes great, and isn't filled with any of those necessary nutritional benefits. Have you ever wondered, whatever happened to all those trans fats they used to put in good old American fast food? Well, we put them in a can for your cat to eat. Let's face it, you're a fat American. And now your cat can be one, too. That's Fat Cat Cat Food. Fat Cat Cat Food. Now your cat can be as fat as you.